the hottest comic books of 2022. The list is ready. Let's get into it. I'm glad you clarified after the fact, after I did all the research for this video, that these books all came out this year. This is the hottest new books of 2022, not the books that were hottest throughout the month of 22, because otherwise I feel like Lobo would be all over this list too, like he is everywhere else. Indeed, Ryan. I mean, this is a very special list because it doesn't have to do with just the quality of the story. There's a lot of great stories that came out in 2022. Now, this is about the heat that the comics caused in the collectible marketplace. The hottest of 2022. Hit the like, stop the subscribe. And Ryan, start them out at number 10. From the list of 10 found on Key Collector Comics, we did not pick these comics, we ordered them. But not like ordered them. I didn't get a lot of these books actually. Right. But you know, like, definitely didn't get this one. But like ordered them as in we put them in, in the order. Sequential order. Sure. Anyway, number 10 on the list here <laughs> Betty and Veronica, Friends Forever, Summer Surf Party number one. That came out in July of this year. It's hitting $8 averages. So many different variants to this book. If you look up sold on any of these comics, you're going to see that there's a huge amount of interest in all the books on this list. But this one, it's kind of peculiar. It is a minor key. Yeah, sure. It's the first appearance of Stacy Banks. She's a new girl who shows up to Riverdale, and she's like a cyber tech whiz who invents this new app, this new word game that everybody in town is playing, and it kind of throws off Betty and Veronica's summer surf party, so they get angry. That's right. Seeing $8 average sales. There's two 9.8s on the census. I have a feeling it's because it's this fun, cute cover that is being coined as a Neo Good Girl cover. Good Girl covers from the past tend to be a little bit more provocative. This is kind of like the Good Girl covers of our time. And I do love this uh, this Hulk 181 homage too that actually has Stacy on the cover. That's She's right. not on the cover of the main the main cover A of this book, but on this Wolverine homage, she is front and center. Even her name, Stacey Banks, right there, just like uh, Wolverine's name was. That's right. Take a look at that variant oh. comic book and hit the subscribe button. We're here every single week covering comic books for the comic book community. And we have, at number nine, a bad idea book. And I have to make a new, like, New Year's goal. One I'm deciding right now in this moment I need to read more bad idea books. I fell off in 2022. It's just too hard to get them. I'd like to read them. I even uh, accosted Dinesh at C2E2 <laughs> at the bar one night and said, yo, I want to read your books, but you, you make it so hard. You said that, dude. I did. He took your number. He, He's like, I'm going to hook it up. I'm he took my, sure. my address as well. Dinesh, uh, where you at? Still waiting on we some. We need bad ideas. I, I want to read this stuff. It would be cool. It's first seven days. Sounds pretty fun. What's going on with this book? Uh, it's a book where all of the toys and like puppets come to life. Toy Story meets Eight billion genies. Stay tuned on the list. Yeah, hopefully some of you guys have read this and you can let us know in the comments if you like it or not. I'm looking to get my hands on it and read it myself. $15 average sales. And this isn't the only bad idea comic book on this list. Yes, the move to make the comics a little bit difficult to acquire, but worth getting when you put that effort so much to the point that it adjusts the actual value of the book beyond cover price. They did it again. To be fair to this book was in previews. This was previews. This was in previews solicited True. under a fake title and a fake publisher. Yeah. So, so if we were, of. if we took the chance and tried a brand new book from an unknown publisher, we might've gotten our hands on a mystery bad idea book without even realizing it. But apparently Tom and I just aren't that cool. Well, we're going to be keeping up on bad ideas. We're going to 2023 because they've been making some bangers. And that brings us to number eight, Strange Academy 15, Gaslamp, the villain being introduced here, you know, dealing with that magic was a on-again, off-again trending comic book, but this run has clearly landed with the collectors and the readers. 
That's true. Strange Academy. Every year there's like a new run, a new series that comes out that I skip and then it gets hot and I really kick myself for never getting on it because uh, we've talked about Gaslamp before. He is a villain who deals wishes to kids, basically a drug dealer instead of drugs, their wishes. He will grant you a wish if you just come and give some to your friends too. Let tell your friends about me and you know. It's uh, it's it's an allegory. It's definitely a metaphor for a drug dealer, but I really wish I had read this run and I'm going to try and pick it up and trade. That's going to be one of my resolutions for 2023 is to finally read Strange Academy. Bartolo Ramos, Scotty Young teaming up, doing an impeccable job. And this book landed so hard. Get this. The 9.8 heights were reached in March 2022 for $145. The recent sale in December puts it at 42. So, yes, has the book dropped of course, there's a lot of risk in like cover A's of ongoing comic books. However, out the gate so strong because the run is impacting the community. That's true. And also, this is Gaslamp's first cover appearance. He had a cameo appearance in issue 13 and then a first full appearance inside issue 14. He wasn't on the cover until number 15. If you want to join the community and give me an excuse to send you comics every single month, we have these two keys behind me, Fantastic 449. We also have Fantastic for annual number two, Dr. Doom's Origin, First Galactus. We got these books going out at random to a lucky member who supports us by giving me an excuse to send you comics every single month. Probably going to go to two separate members though, right? Absolutely. Right. The January Mystery Mail calls an open enrollment. Everybody gets variants. Everyone gets back issues. Everyone gets an entire graphic novel digitally provided by Scout Comics in every single box. We have a Berserker number one Raf Grissetti variant going out to every member virgins at random. ComicTom101.com to join the community or hit the description. Hit that link. And let's move on to the next book on the list, courtesy of Boom Studios at number seven. Grim number one causing a splash. Is this the next Something is Killing the Children? I got to say, Ryan, I really disagree with you on this one. I like it, and I think it could get there. It definitely came out the gate being heralded as the new Something is Killing the Children, the new the new Erica Slaughter in the pages of Grimm uh, from Boom Studios. Um, I didn't put it on my pull list, and then when it came out and it was super hot, I made sure to grab a copy off the shelf at Mill Geek, and I gave it a read. Didn't do it for me. I don't like it. I, do, I, do, I love the art, the interior art, and the covers by Flaviano. We've got an uh, image of it here we can show on screen. It's just really cool art. I love the art in here. Story, I feel like it's kind of overplayed and boring. I didn't love it. I loved a whole lot of other different boom books that came out this year, like The Approach. Briar was fantastic. Briar was really cool. Damn them all. Damn them all. Read it. You have to read. I got to read Damn Them All still. Yeah, boom had a pretty good year overall, too, especially when you throw Grimm into the mix. Absolutely. Seeing $8 average sales also coming out so strong right out the gate. Record high set for a 9.8 of this book, $159. Lows in December of 55, kind of trending in the same direction. However, that issue one was glorious, man. It was a lot of fun. You at least had to admit they were doing something special on entry. Sure, if you think so. I, I, I Again, I just don't love any stories about the Grim Reaper or, or death or the supernatural stuff. It just doesn't, doesn't tweak my fancy, if you know what I mean. What's your favorite boom book? Let me know in the comment section below while we move on to number six on the list with Amazing Spider-Man, issue number 93. This came out in March 2022. The Beyond storyline carried over from 2021 and concluded with Ben Riley going full villain, Chasm to set him up for the next event, which we are currently in. So this book may not have paid off yet. That's true. Uh, we still don't know what's going to happen with Ben Riley with Chasm throughout the events of uh, Dark Web. But Tom is correct. We did have this entire Beyond storyline running through late last year, early this year, where Ben Riley and Spider-Man, Peter Parker, were both 
kind of Spider-Man at the same time. It's a very long story, but right. uh, it's a quick story. This story was coming out like three times a month, the Beyond storyline, and now we are in a completely new run of Spider-Man. But Ben Riley is sticking around, and he's turning out to be kind of one of the sleeper character hits of the year. Yo, really character of the year with his introduction in Across the Spider-Verse, which is going to be amazing, no pun intended. But then so much of the Marvel clone focus this year, they're pulling X-Men in, they're pulling Spidey in, and they're really making the 90s kids proud. That's true. It's a very, very 90s heavy event. I'm enjoying it so far, but again, it's not over. So we'll see what happens. Chasm could be, uh, he could be dead and gone by the end of this event, or he could uh, he could live on and cause trouble later on down the road. We'll see. But when it debuted, the 9.8s hit record highs of $255. December price is $38. Could have been because of the 9.9 that was graded this year, which also sold in November for $300. Just above the heights the 9.8 reached. If you don't feel like grabbing a 9.8 graded copy of this book, it looks like you can pick up Raws on average for about eight bucks. Let's get to number five, though. That's the death of Doctor Strange Bloodstone, number one, a one-shot tie-in to the death of Doctor Strange storyline we saw playing out about a year ago. We have the introduction of the daughter of Ulysses Bloodstone, the sister of Elsa, who makes their appearance debut in the MCU this year during the Halloween season with the introduction of not only Man-Thing, but also Werewolf by Night. That's true. And we did get Ulysses Bloodstone on screen in the special. We also got Elsa, of course. We did not see any news of her sister, Lyra, that probably she wasn't even invented by the time they were prepping this whole special anyway. But you never know what's going to happen in the future. We don't really know what's going to happen with these characters in like the immediate future. You know, where are we going to see Man-Thing again next? Yeah, are they going to do more specials, you know? Is a werewolf going to pop up in Captain America or something? Like, I don't think any of that's really going to happen. I don't know where they're going to slot really in the near future, so we'll see. But don't you think the supernatural was one thing we can take away from 2022 as a confirmation? The comic fam and the general mainstream audience at large likes the Bronze Age horror. Yeah, and I think, I think uh, Michael Giacchino, he's actually famous for doing all the music. He's a composer, but he directed the uh, Werewolf by Night special. He killed it. I loved the vibe. The whole tone of this of this special was awesome, and it performed so well, and I, I really hope Marvel just takes that and runs with it and does more kind of off-the-beaten-path stuff. Yeah, I want to see them just use Disney Plus as their sandbox. There's nothing that says they can't just do a two-shot show, two one-hour-long things, two two-hour-long things. They can do anything they want. I think this was their first attempt of doing something just off the path, you know? But we do have 9.8s in one year stacking up 426 copies, hot damn. That's pretty good. There's only 508 slabs total, so clearly the majority of them are at 9.8. That's so many copies, though. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot really quick. The most recent sale that we found on GPA went for $38, but back in March, closer to when this book came out, the record high was 135 so it has fallen about $100, but you never know. All right, well, we know what else has fallen at number four. Thor number 20. This book was so hot out the gates, and I think that it's a mix of a couple things. Thor is fantastic. Donny Cates will be back on Thor. It's very exciting that he's going to still write Thor. He's not on Hulk anymore. We'll get to that next number. This right here was the first, if I can recall, big key moment that happened in 2022 as it pertains to Sir Cates. That's probably true. Yeah, this book came out in January, Thor number 20. So it's like this extra variable. You know, it's like it's already got gas all over the, you know, all over the, the ground. And then the match gets lit 
and it's just a bigger explosion. Mm, uh, yeah, this is bigger. This is bigger than crossover. Johnny Cage was doing a lot of cool stuff in crossover but early crossover 2022. Should have been it, bigger. It didn't hit it ne- nearly as hard as Thor. But go read crossover. That's a really cool book, especially the second trade. If you dropped crossover, keep reading it because it got really cool. And got weird. better. Yes. Somehow. Anyway, we're not talking about crossover. We're talking about another one of Donny Cates' books. Thor number 20, first appearance of the God of Hammers. Yep. Crazy storyline that I kind of already forgot about because Thor's already moved past this. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, he uh, heard a prophecy that said that there is a God of Hammers, the mysterious, the mysterious God of Hammers. And who is the God of Hammers? Dun, dun, dun. That's Mjolnir. It's a sentient being There's like a in spirit there. in the hammer, and it turns out that, that uh, it's an evil, bad spirit, and it got out of the hammer and kind of wreaked chaos all across the Ten Dude, Realms. Us just talking about it makes me want to read it again because it's so damn cool. Exactly. And that's yeah. why this book spiked up. I mean, it's hitting $12 average sales right now, but here's the thing. The 9.8 of this book, back in February, earlier in 2022, was hitting $280. Recent sales, December? $33 in December. We do have one 9.9 in existence as well, which is pretty cool. It's only been sold once, at least on GPA. It hit $500 back in March. Now, he will be back to write Thor issue 32. Now, we also have some change coming soon with the Hulk with Sir Cates. Let's just get into it right now at the list at number three with Hulk number three. This right here would be the second big villain introduced, and I'm a little surprised that this is where the list ends with Donny Kate spec. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I don't know if I would have put Titan above the God of Hammers personally, but I think that's because we haven't seen Titan really come into play yet because the uh, the final issues of Donny Kate's and Ryan Otley's run on, on Hulk, you've got issue 12 where uh, Titan will make his return. It's probably why this book is kind of trending a little bit more in my opinion right it's coming back up we just talked we talked about it i think on the trending list recently titan and uh yeah in issue 12 he will make his return that'll be donny cates's final issue on this run and then issue 13 is the final issue ryan otley is writing and drawing it which is going to have more titan stuff you can see it on the cover here too isn't that peculiar that he's doing it solo i think it's kind of cool i like ryan otley's art we'll see how see how he writes i don't know if i've read anything he's written before but it'll be fun so I wonder where Donny Cates has taken us as it pertains to this Marvel journey we're on with him next year. I know Jason Aaron is switching things up. He's on Avengers. Could we see a Sir Cates Avengers run? It would be freaking insane. Oh, crossing my fingers, praying to Thor. That's part of the fun of comics. You know, you find two runs that are kind of ending at the same time and you, you can't help but wonder, maybe they're just going to switch. Maybe they're going to pass the torch. I mean, it happened before with uh, Venom and, and, uh, and Hulk in the first place. Al Ewing and Tommy Cates Cates just (laughs) traded books. He's already done it before. Well, Hulk 3 is hitting $12 average sales. Record highs were set in March for 200 recent sales in December, 43 bucks. We're already at number two on the list. And personally, this is my favorite book of the year. So spoiler alert for the eventual top 10 2022 comics Tom and I are going to get into at some point in the future. But 8 Billion Genies, number one, is number two on the list. That book came out in May. It is hitting $30 averages right now. Getting that option status soon after release, like it all happened real quick because the synopsis alone probably earned it. It's very creative. We'll get into that. However, this right here is one of the biggest trending independent comics of the year, and I think it's well-deserved. It's probably my favorite. 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, this is an eight-issue miniseries, and issue six just came out. So we are in the home stretch. We've got issue seven and eight that'll be dropping soon. There's also going to be a $40 deluxe hardcover collecting all of this that you can still pre-order. I'm getting that hardcover, and the community is getting their copies of their cover A's sent to CGC. This book just came out this past year, and there are a total of 585 9.8s alone. And because it had that option status variable applied, this book hit heights of 235 in August of this past year. Recent sales put it at 86 bucks. It's still optioned. This may be a prime time if you're looking to invest. That's true. It's a really fun read. And honestly, that's really all that matters. It's a great read. And if nothing else, grab that hardcover. Uh, you'll love it. Or if nothing else, a friend of yours will love it. I think it was like 30, 40 bucks for that hardcover. Very fair. Hit the like, slap the subscribe button. We're here for the comic fam every single week covering trending books, hot books, and this next year, we got a lot of fun things planned, don't we? Yes, we do. We're uh, changing up a whole lot of the way the channel works. Uh, you're seeing me here, which isn't normal. So that's step one. You get more Ryan. You're going to get more Comic Sensei, Overstreet Price Guide Advisors, Golden Age Specialists. I know you can't really tell just yet, but this is a new studio. We're doing new things, improvements, and it just means we're going to be able to do way more content for the comic familia. We also have our own comic book coming out. That's probably important. We should mention Damn that it, too. We should talk about our comic book more. You should show that, man. This one? Yeah, Crash Down. Can you imagine if this actually makes any list next year? Ugh, we can't talk about it. Right? Yeah, we like won't put it on any That's list. a conflict of interest. Book. If we are, our book is number one on the list right now. Well, you look at that. <laughs> this right here is the uh, Ashcan. We are the first heavy metal, whatnot publishing, independent comic book to be released in 2023. And yeah, we've been working our asses off for the last few months writing something that we hope is not crap. Yeah. Our editors don't seem to think so. Our artist doesn't seem to think so. But the final judge of whether or not this book sucks will be all of you. So uh, try it out. Give it a shot. And then uh, leave us hate mail or something in the comments. Yeah, you'll be able to order it closer to March. But you can follow the channel for updates throughout the creative process because they're literally beginning now. Because yes. scripts are done, right? But now the art is coming together. And we actually have things to show you in coming days and weeks. It's, it's getting really hype. However... Big shout out to Ben Templesmith, our artist, who's making all of this possible. Correct. Michael Calero, our editor, uh, co-owner of Whatnot Publishing, cartoonist, artist, writer, quested creator, alpha betas artist, and overall amazing guy. Got a lot Steering of good ideas, too. ship, man. It's he so helped. good. He helped a lot. He helped Immensely. crack a lot of weird story problems Tom and I kept running into. So thank you, Michael. It's a wild ride. 2023 is going to be fun. We're hoping that you join us here on the channel. And the number one hottest comic book that came out in 2022 is it really any surprise i was a little pleasantly surprised to see this book at number one this is black panther number three the first appearance of tosin probably one of the only books that kept up with its value as aggressively as it went up the first time that's fair you know because this book is a 55 dollar average it's a cover a that you could have grabbed at your comic shop and when it landed it spiked and it stayed hot and then it had this weird extra hit of adrenaline post Black Panther Wakanda Forever because of this ending scene that we're not going to get into too much. But the names that are utilized, which are so similar to a character that we have no basis to think is the same. So I guess, spoiler alert, if you didn't watch Black Panther Wakanda Forever, it's been a few months, so I think it's fair. But in the end credits scene of that movie, we saw a little boy, uh, the son of T'Challa, whose name is Toussaint like a, a French name, which kind of like Tom was saying, it spiked this book again because people heard Toussaint and thought, oh, Tosin, that's the new, they're setting it up. 
Different guy, different name, spelled differently, a whole different thing. So uh, be careful with that. But Tosin, the character who does appear in this book and throughout this Black Panther run by John Ridley, is awesome. Tosin's cool, and I look forward to seeing more of him. The ending of Black Panther, you know, the delays Black Panther experienced, that script happened so long ago. The odds are that this comic came out well after the ending was already filmed. But I also understand the views of someone who is throwing that money down, who's speculating because the names are so close that you're essentially saying that if they're not doing a connection here, that it's, you know, coincidence at best, which almost seems too good to be true. Yeah, you're grasping. You're grasping. It's different. They're but, different characters. Hey, the community, regardless of this being a key or not, needs to read this comic book. It's damn good. That's true. It's been one of my favorite runs at Marvel, and I don't feel like anybody's actually talking about it. We get a lot of talk about number three being Tosin and stuff, but I feel I start to feel like I'm the only one who's actually reading the entire run. You got like spy stuff happening. It's like a political thriller. Yeah, it's really cool. You don't really see T'Challa kind of like down and out so much as he is in this. Like the Avengers are pissed off at him. The, the Wakandan government is pissed off at him. They kind of oust him as the king, and now they're they're doing a democracy thing over there in Wakanda, so it's, it's really kind of rough. Unfortunately, this run will be ending with issue 15. Issue 12 just came out a couple weeks ago, so it's it's almost out. It's almost done. The record high for this comic book was $350 earlier this year. It's trending around $150 now, and that's as of December. And when you look at the other books on this list, although that's a steep drop, it's above that $100 marker, which means there's multiple factors at play for sure. Right, and I, I think I know why, too, because this is a, this is a Black Panther book. It's about T'Challa. But Tosin does appear sporadically throughout the run in like issue three and then somewhere around like They're issue nine or ten. Up, and now he's, he's in it again. Cool. Yeah, he keeps popping up here and there. So it's like it's not surprising to see his first appearance kind of just maintain a level of height. We didn't even talk about Tosin. We just said he was cool. I mean, he has this relationship with vibranium that's that's really unique. He's got tattoos of it on his body. Right. He's part of a like a village in Wakanda that doesn't really believe in the whole high tech vibranium they lifestyle the other direction than right. the rest of the inhabitants of Wakanda. It's a cool section of the country that I really hope we get to see more of, especially because his creator, John Ridley is about to be done with the series. And I hope whoever comes on black Panther next doesn't ignore Tosin. We want to know your thoughts in the comment section below. What do you think about this list? What do you think about 2022, the trending comics? What are you excited about in 2023? What's Sir Kate's doing? And as always geek responsibly enough said comic fam thank you so much for watching the video hope you're having a happy new year join me every week multiple times a week with fire guy with hair and heavens russ bright golden age guru on the best new place to buy and sell collectibles it's called whatnot we do dollar start auctions that last as little as 15 seconds long we're bringing the deals bringing the exclusives and i'm doing an asm 300 newsstand giveaway this month i want you to win it so come join me link in the description take a look at these other videos we made them for you and have a great week.